place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics Town This episode of the Sunspots Comics Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Check out their huge, mungus, ginormical selection of nerdy, fun t-shirts at popuptea.com. They have a shirt for every nerdy thing you could possibly think of. I'm serious. Use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order on popuptea.com. Even the clearance stuff, which is already so low in price. But go and check them out and thank you to our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Go check them out at popuptea.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another issue of the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Latori. Thank you so much for joining us right here. This week, uh, Mike and I, my co-host, we talk about some stuff, some comic book things that bring us joy, and then we break right in and do a, a commentary, a page-by-page discussion of Olympus, book one and two, written by Jeff Johns, art by Butch Guise Juice. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. And of course, spoiler alert, but here you go, Olympus, book one and two. Enjoy! All right, well, I'm here with uh, my fantastic rusty trusty <laughs> co-host rusty. <laughs> rusty crusty <laughs> oh, co-host mike norris how are you michael norris well apparently rusty and crusty so how about you man <laughs> i'm doing uh, i feel I, that's probably more of how i feel a little rusty and a little crusty <laughs> <laughs> so before we break down our comic book commentary our our Page by page of Olympus, book one and two. I wanted to, again, uh, have a little moment with you and ask you, like, what comic book things right now are bringing you some joy? Oh, man. I got two right now that are just fantastic. Tell I me. I started Umbrella Academy season two. So did I. I that was that was my, one of my picks. Oh, I am two episodes in, and I had to shut it off because I have to go to work in the mornings. Ooh. Uh, like that i could watch it all night oh it's it's good man it's really fun agreed it's time travel-y it's wacky right it's uh it's nostalgia the soundtrack right the songs yes yeah. i i think i finally i think i have a finally a favorite in here and it's got to be five man of course just, yeah oh he's so good he's just this curmudgeon that's a kid and just constantly has to fix something something goes wrong and it's I, I just keep imagining like Doc Brown, like, no, what did you do? <laughs> I'm, I'm also partial. My say five is my number one. No, number five is my number one. And number three is my number two, <laughs> which is seance. <laughs> they don't call oh. him seance, which I think would be fun. Oh, the they... ghost. Is it the ghost one or is it yeah. the uh, hippie leader? It's the hippie leader. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no. I like the ghost because frankly, I like that. He's just not putting up with this crap now. You know, they kind of, well, Ben is, uh, it's sort of a two in one. It's kind of folded together with Seance because that's his power. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I love that he like is this just, you know, reluctant you know, hippie follower. He's, you know, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's Manson, right? He's Charles Manson, yeah. but doesn't want to be Charles Manson. And like, no matter what he does, I love that when he tries to quit uh, this commune and stop these hippie, hippie dippies from following him. And they just, they feel it's another sign, another, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it's another another beautiful saying another another part of his scripture when he's like you know go on with your lives they're like 
wow, that's deep. <laughs> that's really deep, man. Yeah, I know. It's, it's And I like how they all have them intertwined. They're just barely missing each other. Oh, I always yeah. like that when that when they do that and um yeah it's it's uh i was tempted to go back and watch season one and i just haven't had the time because i literally finished locking key which was also fantastic and then jumped right into this excellent man you have great stuff bringing you joy that's fantastic yeah and it was and it's like i'm trying not to rush through this because i want to get to doom patrol season two but it's like i'm really trying to enjoy this one right so it's uh that's really good, but yeah, that's my uh, that's my first one. My other one, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, was uh, X Men Uncanny X Men from like 1987 to 89. I've been digging it. It's early uh, Mark Silvestri art. It's early Jim Lee art. Right. It's really where the modern X Men come about, and it's. Uh, some characters in there that I never had any love for. I have absolutely grown fond for just reading it through this run. So it's really good. Is that the Australia era where they're like? It in is. The... Yeah. No, I gotta. I, I probably dipped in here and there, but you gotta kind of pick out a really good run or or for me, and I'll I'll or maybe you just you know you tell me how much of it you read and I'll give me a give me the synopsis later, and I think yeah. I, I think I gotta dive into that because it's probably. Right up your alley, right? Very bright, very fun, very... It's a little like a... It's sort of a young adult a soapy in ways. It's very young adult soapy in ways. It's fun to see some characters that have been grown up, like Rogue. Rogue is very much a child, not a child, but a young lady in this one. And um, it's a couple characters, like I said, Dazzler never had any kind of affection for Dazzler. You know, Chris Claremont absolutely wrote her fantastic. This is pre-Asian Psylocke. So wow. you really get, and this is, this is the bulk of her run. I mean, this is a, she, this is really where Psylocke came in. And just to kind of see the elder statesmen of like Wolverine and Storm and Colossus, just trying to mentor these kids, you know, cause it's, it's Wolverine, Storm, Colossus, Havoc, Dazzler, Rogue, and Longshot. And for a while there, Madeline Pryor, who... Hmm. If you remember who she is, she was Cyclops's wife, right. who is a clone of Jean Grey. So she is the actual mother of Cable. Right. Um, and this is all pre kind of it starts with pre her turn to the dark side. Um, so it's there's a lot of twists and turns in there, and a lot of good stuff. And um, I'm just at the end. They just finished the whole part where they're in Australia now. At the end of that, and I won't tell you any kind of spoilers with it, but they basically destroyed the team, and now they're rebuilding stuff. Wow. And it's it's a it's really exciting to see. I know where they go. That Gambit's not even a character yet. He hasn't even been introduced yet. Wow. You know, uh, so there's a lot of those in there that you're just kind of like, oh wow, okay, these people are coming. They're on the horizon. So it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. Very cool. Well, speaking of a lot you, of fun, the other one for me is uh, Star Girl. I know you haven't uh, have even I'm started, right? I am two episodes in on Star Girl, and I put it aside to do a couple of these shorter ones, like Lock and Key and Doom Patrol, and all those first. Great. Well, I'll, I'll keep it spoiler light for you because you're only two episodes in, but I, I seriously enjoyed it. It went by very fast. It's very bright. It's very Americana feel. There's uh, there's uh, so many questions and so many little loopholes if you think too much. Uh, so you can't do that. Just sort of put take your continuity hat and sort of sometimes your sensibility hat. Just take it off 
and yeah. uh, and just watch it for just kind of it's popcorn fun and this weird uh, alternate reality of this American town. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that doesn't exist anywhere and you know that has 50s diners and uh mechanics that work on old cars but you know but it's supposed to be today um it, because there's <laughs> cell phones and anyway yeah. you can't you can't sort of overthink it it's just uh bright and fun and i enjoyed the whole heck out of it when it was done i was like a little sad i was like oh man it's over you know i wanted more well i will tell you that one of the thoughts i've been having is once i get to star girl Maybe when we first I started, or maybe somewhere in that range, maybe we'll read her run, by Jeff Johns from the '90s, that would be which good. is really what this is based off of. Yeah, and it really sets up the next piece, which is the JLA, or sorry, not JLA, JSA. JSA. Right. Yes. So uh, yeah, that would that would be a lot of fun to do. I'm down with that. I didn't read uh, any of that. Just I and mean, the only Star Man I read was uh, when you when we made that a pick, whichever one of us picked it in our comic book commentary and we read volume one of it which was great i want to go back and read volume two of starman yeah because uh was that you or me that picked it i don't remember i don't remember who picked it but it's it, i starman's one of my next ones to get back into yes yes it was fantastic me too and uh the other one is uh that you thankfully told me about was uh injustice uh number oh. two on playstation 4 uh, went on sale for 15 bucks on the PlayStation Store. Thanks for tipping me off and letting me know about it. I immediately bought it. Yep. And I don't think I even played Injustice 1. But one thing that's intriguing to me about it is that Tom Taylor, the writer yeah. uh, of the comic, uh, who is currently doing Deceased, which I love the Deceased line. They've spun off a little bit, but it's been so solid and so much fun. You know, zombies, it's the Marvel Zombies equivalent uh, in DC World. And uh, Tom Taylor did the Injustice comics, and I started sort of just branching out and looking to what people thought of the Injustice comic line, and it's actually uh -huh. pretty pretty well reviewed. Oh yeah, I mean it was it was a pretty big success, and people really liked it. Uh, I never got into it. I but, skipped uh, it because doesn't that have some red flags when you think about a um, a game uh, universe, if you will, that's brought into comics that there, it, that just normally uh, doesn't uh, pay out very well. No, it doesn't. But I think all that is getting so much better because people are just willing to actually put the money into it and realizing that there's real value there versus us uh, just a throwaway. Yeah, so that universe intrigues me because he's done a you know Tom Taylor's done a great job on the universe of deceased. So I'm I'm yeah. super excited about that. So that was the only ones uh, I had. Do you have any more? Well, I was gonna say I also picked that up. I was very excited. Uh, I'm not the biggest fighting game fan, but frankly, the, the that one, that, that pack included Hellboy and Swamp Thing and the Ninja Turtles, which yes. I know, not, you know, other than Swamp Thing, the other ones are not DC, but, I, oh, and I should say Dark Side. And that's just, I just want to go in there with those kind of characters and just beat the snot out of something. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. That's right. I forgot to mention that the $15 version is the one with all the DLC. Yes. Which is crazy. I mean, yeah. all I got to do is wait. That was like a $100 edition, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you wait long enough, it goes on sale. You'll get it. I know. So I'm super excited. I honestly haven't even turned it on. I'm just like, I want to dive into the world and then I want to get uh, into the comics to tie in because I heard there's a, you know, you can play on kind of a campaign mode and then the comic yep. sort of picks up after that campaign mode is done. Oh, that's pretty cool. And so I, I want to get in there and do that. So Injustice 2. Thanks for the thanks for the tip, oh. bud. 
You're welcome, man. Well, and we will have to play together so we can both be lousy at fighting. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a it's gonna be a dumpster fire of us button mashing. I can definitely um, not play that online. I'll just be destroyed by by an eight year old kid. You know. Oh, you think it'll be an eight year old? I bet it's a six year old. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got one, and I hate to kind of throw it at you, but give me something that hasn't come out yet in the in this you know comic realm that you're excited for you know it's coming but you're excited for it in what in what medium like actual comics in any 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 comic related medium what are you what's coming out what any nerd related medium that's coming out that you're kind of excited for just just like a little tidbit of something that you're looking forward to you know one thing that keeps sprinkling in is the snyder cut that's they're, they're going to be releasing on hbo but like in 2021 yeah. But um, they're doing reshoots like crazy. Uh, ben Affleck is back on board. I just read that he's going to be in the standalone Flash movie as well. Nice. So like Affleck's, uh, just all that has has been a complete awesome. mess of where he, whatever he messed around with his nanny. He divorced his wife. He has uh, went to rehab, and he had the Batman movie of his own. And he's like, eh. And then he, <laughs> you know, and now he's back as Batman. Uh, for Snyder's re, you know reshoots and Jason Momoa, who happened to sort of cyberstock, he um, is all on board with it and keeps sort of hyping it up, and so yeah, that's that's something that's in that's kind of constantly on my brain. And when little bits of news come in, I get all excited. Nice, nice man. Uh, yeah. I got mine's kind of related to it. I am absolutely looking forward to Wonder Woman eighty four. Cannot wait for that to come out. Yeah, when are we going to... It's like, you know, Mulan announced... Uh, Mulan uh, for Disney announced VOD, 30 bucks. If yeah. you're a Plus member, do you think that's going to happen to Wonder Woman? Is it going to be in the theaters? Man, I don't know. I, you know, in Wonder Woman, I'd be willing to pay for it because I look at it and go, you know, it costs you 40 bucks to go to the movies for a family of four. Sure. I would totally sit down with this and just, all right, it's costing the same. Now we're at home and at least we don't have to wear masks while we're there. They haven't so, even announced yet for Mulan because that seems to be the it's going to be the guinea pig, right? For a lot of big films like that that are yeah. like, like Black Widow and uh, and Wonder Woman, um, they didn't say if you'll own the movie, like if it will no. be in your library. Like I think you're going to rent it for thirty. Like it's just That's, a one. T- they did that with the Trolls movie that just came out. It was like for like four months. It was like twenty five dollars to rent. Yeah, and Scoob too. Scoob was Scoob another too. one. Yep. Scoob too. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that one. Um, New Mutants, finally, you know, let's get the, let's get that. I was a little disappointed they're putting that one in the theaters. Yeah, I almost feel Mar- like they're Marvel the horror just to die. Yeah. All the trailers I've seen and the recut trailers of uh, of New Mutants just looks horrifying. It just they really yeah. went with the horror element. So I'm intrigued, yeah. but it's not one that sticks in my brain. Oh, see, it does for me. It for whatever reason, and I'm not a big fan of the New Mutants, but I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a real fun one. So, um, yeah, uh, just kind of looking forward to those couple pieces. And uh, on my uh, my other nerdy hustle there is uh, the toy collecting. And I got to tell you, I've just been bombarded with all the new stuff coming out. And I uh, they got a new He-Man line, which is brings me back to being five years old. And I've just been looking for those like crazy. And they are so hard to find. That's your oh. jam, man. I know, and you're you go pre-order crazy, and then you get buyers or more. I love watching oh. you go through the steps. You're like, I pre-ordered, I got a hundred and eighty dollar pre-order, and the next day you're like, Chris, I had to cut it down like by forty percent. I, <laughs> I love yeah. it. 
it's you know because you get caught up in it and uh there's so many you just have to focus and um you know uh so yeah so that's that's kind of my uh that's my uh my dragon I'm tracing right now. You know? Oh, I hear you. Speaking of your dragon chasing toys, did you see that McFarlane is doing a, a kind of an interesting line that's going to Walmart, and it's uh it's it's sort of Spawn related um action figures, but they're ten bucks. Yes, and they're non posable or they limited articulation. Yeah, like that cyber gorilla and stuff. I've seen them at Walmart, and they're pretty cool. Looking. Oh, you've already seen them because I I went to Walmart's website today, and they're pre orderable. Yeah. And there, there's Cygor, there's the like a Cobra that's part machine, part Cobra. And the one I think is the coolest is the the sort of Velociraptor, half raptor, half robot. That looks yeah, pretty I've cool. only seen the snake, you know. And I'll say around here, the toy situation is pretty sad. Right. I've been to so many Walmarts and Targets around here, and there's nothing. It looks like a ghost town, like everything's just been cleared out. It's because of Frankincense. Um, it's because of Frankincense is too close. It's, you know... Any Maybe. any store with toys in a fifty mile radius, I'm telling you, it's the Frankensons people. They go there and then they hype up the price. Yeah, um, maybe that's what it is because it's just it's it's just ridiculous. You can't find anything. But yeah, I saw those and kind of on that same bandwagon. McFarland has been doing DC toys and they are absolutely killing it. Yeah, I did get one. I got the Batman animated from oh. that line. I've gotten three so far. I got the Batman and the Hellbat suit, which is just a giant chunky piece. I got the Batman from the Arkham Asylum games. Oh. Uh, that one's really good looking. And then I got the Wonder Woman from Wonder Woman 84 that's in the gold costume, the giant the giant gold wings and stuff. And yeah. that is, yeah. I saw a, that one. That one looked really good, actually. The likeness yeah. looked really good. Yeah, the light, the lightness on that one looks better than the actual Wonder Woman figure. Yeah. Um, and then they got a in the the was it Dark Knight Metals? He's doing a line of those, and those are just coming out, and they're the Doomsday one that <laughs> weighs like ten pounds. It's like a solid what? brick of plastic. Is like it diecast? I mean, for to weigh ten no. pounds, it must be metal. It's absolutely solid. People are, are talking about how it's just going to rip off the pegs because it's so heavy. What? And it's like twenty bucks, and it, it's, it's fully. It's got like thirty points of articulation, and fully molded with that McFarland stuff in it, and it looks amazing. It's just fantastic. That's going to be nowhere to be found, and it's going to be at uh, Frank yeah. and Sons for fifty bucks. Exactly. It's like good luck at finding that. So, that's a uh, that's on my my wish list to to find at some point. But yeah, so those were mine. That was just kind of my, uh, you know. What, I was curious about what you're looking forward to coming up. Yeah, that was uh, Injustice seems to be up in my brain. The other thing, the uh, last one for me is uh, the Avatar series. The I watched mm. the entire run. People have been, uh, nerd friends have been telling me for years, watch the animated series of Avatar, like The Last uh -huh. Airbender. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. And I just, I, I couldn't find it. I just, I watched a few episodes. It just wasn't grabbing me. And again, I don't know if it was COVID or thing, me being more emotional than normal. <laughs> Um, because it's it's a very kind of dramatic series. It's you know, it's a lot about their feelings and the journey and their growth and their development as as kids and humans. And you know what I mean? It's a it's a kind yeah. of heavy dramatic thing. But man, I absorbed all of it. I loved it. I finished it. Now I'm moving on to the Legend of Korra animated series. But before I did, I peeked in and I was like, I wonder how many comics there are of uh, this because there were no comics prior. To the last Airbender Avatar, it went just the first run of the comic series first, the three seasons, uh -huh. and dude, 
there's like 3,000 pages of comics. There's there's like oh, yeah. 12 uh, volumes of, of and what happens, picks up right where the third uh, season of the cartoon ends. And there's like 3,000 nice. pages. There's literally 12. Nice. And I'm like, oh, I, I was a little happy to see, wow, there's so much comic book content. And then I was a little like, dang, if I really want to read this, this is like an investment. You know, so I'm a little torn with that, and I'm not sure what to do, but I might just... I found, luckily, this Wikipedia listing, because some of it seemed a little out of order, or not out of order, oh. but there's, like, their volumes have names. There's not, like, volume 1 through 12. Oh. Yeah, there's, like, book 1 is peace, and book 3 is promise and prosperity. You know what I mean? And there's yeah. no... So I had to go online and find, thankfully, some guy on Wikipedia said, hey, here's the chronological order. And I had to, like, copy that to, so that I could get in there so i haven't dove in quite yet i'm not sure if i'm just gonna go right into the second run of the animated series the legend of Korra, or i'm gonna just start reading three thousand pages of comics i'm not sure <laughs> well I, can i get you a little one to kind of jump in there first and i sent it to you earlier today which is the thundercat series on hulu yes 2011 it's, i didn't watch and, any of that and the original thundercats is on hulu now too there's like four seasons of that to watch that's but, great. Those are fun. I, I enjoyed every episode of that. And I remember them rerunning it like crazy. And I watched a ton of yeah. Thundercats. Well, definitely check out the 2011 series. It's the animation's very anime. It fits right into what you're feeling right now. It's only mm. like 24 episodes. Oh, that's they're perfect. half an hour each. Perfect. Jump in. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I've been, I'm about halfway through that series. I had started it on Blu-ray and that's on Hulu. I just hit the button and I watched one the night with my with my kids. So that was uh, that was fantastic. Two seasons though. So Thundercats 2011, two seasons. Was it one season? One season. Okay, so one season. Then it just sort of doesn't end, right? It like it hangs like the season two was canceled, sort of thing, right? Yeah, don't don't spoiler. No well, spoiler, the, but I haven't seen the end, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, you know what? The thing I saw was basically Hulu's trying to get support for people watching this, and if there's enough support, they'll do their own revival of it. Wow. And better than that one that just came out, which is that Thundercats Ho, which was just like, it's in that stupid new cartoony style where everything's kind of blobby and gross. And Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not 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 good. Not, not good? good at all. Um, but yeah, so there, this is very much uh, got an anime feel to it. Nice kind of the way they redid it and uh, some cool throwbacks and some of the voice actors that are in it. Sweet. That might fit in perfectly, like I said, with Avatar being like 2005 to 2008, yeah. you know, in that anime style, and then go into 2011 Thundercats. That yeah. might be a, and take a pause before I go Legend of Korra or 3,000 pages of Avatar comic books. You know, six and one half dozen another. It depends which, how much time you got. Some say cucumbers are better pickle. I mean, that's what right. I... <laughs> Man. Nobody literally says that, but that's okay. <laughs> Well, that's our fun stuff. That's the that's the uh, the the nerdy joys we're enjoying right now, and I hope you like that. Thanks, man. Thanks for all the hookups and uh, again the injustice uh, notification and the Hulu twenty eleven Thundercats. Good stuff, man. Yeah, you're welcome, and and good night, ladies and gentlemen. We're we're done for the evening. Appreciate. Yeah. It. Good night. Bye bye. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're welcome, man. That's uh, yeah. You know, between the two of us, I think we got the you know at least a small portion of the the nerd corner market where we go, Oh, Hey, did you see this? So, right. It's fun. We should always, we should do that. Fun. We should do that more often. Just talk about the comic book stuff. That's just bringing us joy. Let's just make a habit out of it. 
Now let's stick with the depressing stuff. <laughs> right. Because there's not <laughs> enough of that out there, you know, right now. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so, hey, guys, what we're here to uh, give you a comic book commentary on is Olympus, book one and book two. This came out in 2015. This was written by uh, Chris Grimminger and Jeff Johns, the Mr. Jeff Johns himself, and uh, art by Butch Juice. Are you familiar with uh, Butch's uh, brother? No. You know his, his brother, his, his, his it, name oh, is Beetle? Jackson. No. His, it's his... not Jackson Juice, right? <laughs> no, his, uh, his name is Beetle. Oh, Beetle. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Didn't wow. I just walked right into that one. <laughs> I'm familiar with Beetlejuice's work. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, no. Not too many times there. You I know, did. I said, it, I said it three times. But uh, this was done from Humanoids Comics. This is like Jeff Johns. I'm just going to make up a publishing company to put out a comic because I'm Jeff well, Johns. Actually, no. Humanoids is a European-based. I believe it's a European-based publisher. I believe They've he probably a- owns it. I think he, I think he just. Well, probably at this point. But yeah. yeah. Or that they maybe he didn't make it up, but he was like, "What publishing house can I just buy, and then do some comics that I want?" So, <laughs> who knows? But anyways, Humanoid Comics, um, book one and book two sounds daunting, but the total of it came out to 108 pages, and that's including bonus content and covers and whatnot. So, we are gonna go page by page and do a comic book commentary on it. Uh, spoiler alert, of course, if you haven't read it, but grab Olympus. We we picked it up on Comicsology. Yes, both volumes. Both Available. volumes, and we uh, zipped through this like nothing. Like it was like like a wall of whipped cream. We just ran straight through. <laughs> a wall. <laughs> oh. You had to process that one. You're like, what in the hell is he talking I, about? And I halfway through the wall, I start sliding around because whipped cream's <laughs> on the floor. It just it, it came bad. Yeah. It's in your eye. Everything gets oh. sticky really fast. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not pleasant. Well, let's jump right into the book one of uh, Olympus. And the opening sequence of this in book one just hooked me right here. This was so beautifully done. The art here is so hyper-realistic, right? Uh, Very much a departure from a lot of the comic book commentary stuff we're doing. This is like physics true. This is real realistic. It's like storyboards for a film, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, Butch Juice does such a fantastic job. I... I followed him on a couple other runs. He he is great, and he's not like uh, was it Greg was it Greg Land where he does the photorealistic right. Y- you could tell he's not taking anything from another photo. He's he's drawing it out there, and they look yeah. What he's drawing looks fantastic. Yeah, or if he is doing photo, at least his edges and such make it look like it uh, feels organically drawn. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I think it's pronounced Guise, but who knows? Um, is it Guise? It's, it's more know. fun to call him Juice. Butch sure. Juice. <laughs> hey, I'm going to pronounce everything incorrect. He should sell like a drink of some kind, right? You know, Butch Juice. Well, I you don't know. know about that. <laughs> it just sounds like a... Right, like a like a man's drink. Uh, you know, you go to the gym after you just left. Shake. <laughs> yeah, protein shake, butch juice. <laughs> it's got ninety four ounces of protein in it. There you go. <laughs> but man, this sequence of the ocean, right? They're scuba diving, and it's just beautiful. There's coral. It's it's just all this blue. This gorgeous. They come up to a ship. I mean, there's it's it's absolutely um it's there's no thought bubbles no talking there's no. scuba gear uh, the standard scuba gear which doesn't allow them to speak underwater so they're just it's just what a great start right for like the first three or four pages 
Oh, yeah, and it just tells the story. Just It starts off with it, It's so nice to see, like, actual storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. And they, they're on, you get uh, right after that, after this, uh, this looking around and scuba diving, there's a woman in a two-piece bikini on a boat, and uh, she's just um, talking to the sort of... Uh, the sort of uh, sciency nerd if you will in the group uh, the one that has the uh, the the greek mythology background she's the book nerd anyway yeah and she's not about having sun and fun she's just kind of hanging out and so there's some great character development here because the girl in the bikini is definitely more of hey i'm along to have some fun and you be in a bikini and get some sun right yeah it, it, it cracked me up because on the one hand i see it there these are supposed to be college kids on the other hand, it's like, okay, during this time period, let's put a little eye candy in here, something to kind of draw people in. <laughs> you know, even the even the poses and stuff he puts her in, they're not overly done, but on the other hand, it's just kind of like, okay. Sure. You know, a little much. Let's keep moving on. And poor girl, through all of what is going to happen here that we're going to be discussing very soon, she's just in the two-piece bikini the whole time. Like... I, I, at, at one point, I started feeling bad for her. Right? You're like, "Oh, she is the eye candy," but then you're like, "Oh my gosh, she's still in this bikini." Yeah, she's expected to, you know, spoilers, be running later, and then she's got no <laughs> shoes on. It's like, oh man, right? She's gonna be a mess by the time she gets back. So the other parts of the uh, the other part of the crew, the college kids on this whatever this exploratory, uh, you know, fact finding uh, mission about Greek mythology. Uh, they come up from uh, their their scuba diving, and we're we're quickly introduced to the sort of uh, way too old looking guy. Which is he? He's he's a college student too, or was he the the one? No, that... I I think he's like uh, I think him and the other one are professors. Okay. Or he's an associate professor or something. So yeah, they're a bit older than the the kids that are there. But yeah, it does feel a little awkward that there's one dude and like four women on this boat. Yeah. And they don't really hammer down like what he is in this like the the um the the sort of black woman's definitely the like the teacher. Yeah. But we don't know really what if he's a student or not. It is really he's kind of gray, right? Yeah, you know what I kind of took him as? I took him as like Indiana Jones that never got out of school. Like, <laughs> oh, I just want to constantly do this. Nice. Yeah. I took it as for a moment he was the, the the guy on the cheerleading squad for a sec, you know, right? <laughs> or uh, Matthew McConaughey from uh, Days and Confused. Sure, know? a little bit He's of that too. He's just not going to grow up. Yeah. So anyway, they find the, the what they found was this very intricately drawn by Butch Guise juice, uh, beautiful pot, right? Um, with this with with a Greek Greek mythology with this tail uh, painted upon it, right? Yeah. A story, uh, you know, of an island and uh, and then placing this pottery on something, you know, like it, it just has an Indiana Jones vibey feel, right? Right from the get-go? Yeah. Well, and as soon as they get it out, you know, they're they're trying to read it, they're trying to get this, and then it's cool because suddenly the weather changes. Yeah. You don't realize that it's just changing. Oh, okay, this changed. Because they're, they're holding the pot, they're talking about it, they're looking at the Greek mythology, and then yeah, storm clouds. I thought that's cool. They don't. The pace of this is why yeah. we read it in such a quick read, right? Yeah. How how long do you think 108 pages took you to read? Like, did you time yourself? What did you think? I it, I read this in probably about 40 minutes. I think I read it in about. I was going to say 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. 
There's yeah. not a ton of dialogue. It's a ton of action. It's paced so well. It just moves and moves. So yeah. they're in the middle of a storm now. We're, you know, we're on page like 13. The storm is hitting and then pirates. Yeah. <laughs> just, and I found this, I found the pirates to kind of be unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Yeah. They're kind they of the really catalyst interested. though. They're the engine. They're, they're what moves uh, it to the next uh, area. Yes and no. Um, I can you know, well, I guess we can go into it. The, you know, the pirates get on board and they're automatically taken over and they knock out the one dude that's on the boat. And, you know, the, the professor, she's playing it real cool. And there's you got the, the, the one guy looks like a couple of the guys from Die Hard. He's yeah, totally. with the long hair. Totally. Like, one guy's wearing sunglasses. It's, it's stormy. It's dark. It's night. He's wearing yeah. sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. You know, Although the storm uh, just hit, I guess, in his defense. It, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause it did come on suddenly. I mean, that's the other thing. It's like, oh, if you're not paying attention, it looks like, oh, it's nighttime now. Mm-hmm. No, the storm came on subtly. Right. So, but yeah, it, you know, I, I found this, I didn't feel it was necessary because they're not really the catalyst because you get over to page uh, 16 and the storm kicks up and the boat starts getting thrashed about. And that's really, to me, that's kind of the catalyst. Yeah, you know, it could have, could have been there. Turning. But they, you know, maybe they, uh, I don't know. I thought they would be, they, maybe you're right. They're a little less of an engine, but um, it, it moves forward the plot in a, in a sec, yeah. of course. Because they could have just gone for rescue. They could have just gone to, you know, to the shore, to whatever, to get away. And, and they were forced here on, you know, we're getting ready into 17, page 17. As they were like, yeah, well, well um, we're heading to, we're taking you to this nearby island, right? Well, I think I think what happened was the pirates picked the wrong boat. Oh yeah. They got right. that mixed up. Yeah. So that's why they're on that boat. And they're just all kinda of along for the ride as the storm picks up. So it's a lot of like power plays, like, hey, we're the pirates, we're in charge now. But it's and the gorgeous. Long, it is and it's all gorgeous. And the long haired pirate, he, he seems sympathetic. He's kinda of like, Well, we're on the wrong boat, like we're not just gonna kill all these girls, like and this guy. Right. Yeah. He's, he seems sort of sympathetic and he, he sort of had a, a he was singular in mission and this wasn't it. And he, he kind of wanted to leave. But this storm just sort of hits and that and that's right. It just crashes them upon the shore on yeah. page uh, 20. Oh, just looking at I'm on page. Let's see what page is that? Uh, 19. Yeah. The, the, the boat caught in the waves. I yeah. mean, just they talk about, like you said before, the action, just the movement through it and everything else. It's it's fantastic. And. Yeah, it it crashes up on the waves, and you know that that splash page on page twenty one. Oh, that talk about that! It's, I think that's my favorite panel so far. It's Themyscira, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it looks like Themyscira. Just it's this Greek island, the Greek mythology island, like Thor Island, uh, Zeus Island, because there's this large statue I think of Zeus, right, with a lightning bolt yep. in his hand. In that that gorgeous splash page, yeah, it's a little Gilligan Island, right? Yeah. There's the, the boats on the shore. It <laughs> was a three hour tour. Earlier. I almost made that joke. Earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I beat you to it. Apparently so. All right, right. but also it's um it's Jeff Johns here, just like, and and the other guy Chris Griminger, um, moving the pace. Like we're we're already yeah. on page twenty two, and this is about as we're commentating about the speed we read it through, right? We've like five minutes. Oh, yeah. We're on page twenty five. Yeah. Um, so now it's like they're establishing the pecking order here of like, who's going to be, yeah. 
um, the leader of this group and what are we going to do now? And they do this gun assessment on uh, page 23 <laughs> yes. for uh, this abandoned island with, um, you know, four college students. <laughs> right? What do they need all this ammunition and guns for at this point? Uh, yeah. Thank goodness they got some of it, but not sort of strange any right at this point. <laughs> yeah. And I got to tell you, um, I really am impressed with the way the professor character she's written. She, she manages throughout this entire story to take complete charge without being forceful, without any of that. And she really reminds me of in the second Avengers movie in the age of Ultron, when all the guys are trying to pick up Thor's hammer and they look at black Widow like, come on, you want it? She's like, Nope, I don't need to be in this. <laughs> she knows she's in charge. She yeah. doesn't need to be showing that she's got a power play. She just needs to keep playing the long game. And I really like that. In fact, she comes up to the, the head pirate and is like, I'm guessing you're in charge. Like yeah. putting him in a sense that for right now you're in charge. So I'll follow what you say. Let's do it just to protect these kids. It'd be great and, to see more of her, right? As the, she's the leader of this as they go on more archeological adventures. I, I wanted that. When we finished that, I thought, okay, you know, this would be great. Cause even spoilers, you know, we'll get this, um, the, the bikini chick, she grows, and obviously, this is like two days or whatever. She, yeah. Her character grows quite a bit in this, too. And it's it was actually very nice to see. Yeah, they do develop her a little further. And and uh, if we're another speaking of Catalyst, move the story along page 25. Uh, long-haired uh, pirate guy finds the, uh, the pot of destiny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's this? It's the pot of destiny. Remember, everything <laughs> in, in my book has to have of destiny title to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. When it's Absolutely. a thingamajig, the storytelling thingamajig. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, you know, typical stupid kid fashion, they're like, oh, what's this? And they're like, that's invaluable. And it's like, really? Yeah. Did, did you have to say that to the pirates? Man, it didn't take them long at all to blow that, huh? <laughs> no, not at all. It's like you could be a little bit smarter. It's priceless. People yeah. would die for it. Don't... Oh, what did I... <laughs> <laughs> So they're like, okay, well, if that's priceless, maybe there's more other there's other priceless things around. Yeah, I mean, at least you get, you have a reason why they got to carry this base around. So, mm-hmm. um, but you know, typical, you know, stranded deserted island. Let's move inland. Let's find food. Let's find water. They got tons of machine guns, but no cans of beans. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, I I love how they're just kind of going through this journey. Everybody's a little creeped out still. Everybody's kind of on their guard. And then on page 27, they get to this valley with a bunch of statues in it. Yes. In a, in, in a, like a, they were all, a, it's either like Pompeii and a, and a, a you know, a, a volcano came through and froze them in, in, in their fighting stance, right? Or some yeah. magical force froze them and turned them to stone because the bat, it's a, it's a battle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a battle and it's all stone now. And then there's just a bunch of thumping. And, you know, the, you realize that. These are full-grown people, but they're tiny compared to the freaking Cyclops that pops out on 29. Oh, his design is great. It feels classic Cyclops-like, but yeah. just he's terrifying. Beautiful splash page. The, the the scale of him as well for the Cyclops yeah. was fantastic. I, when the thumb-thumb sound was there, I thought of it's the Jumanji drums. You know, it's definitely... Yep. And, <laughs> and then it's just classic comics, right? He's like, rawr, this Cyclops on page 28. It's just beautiful. It, it just creeps me out on page 29 at the bottom panel 
where he's like his tongue's out and he's looking down with one eyeball. It's like, oh man, that's gross. just gross. And you know, it's to the girl in the bikini, of course. Or is, is he hungry? He just wants to eat them all. What, what does he want? He wants something. But right. yeah, it's, it's gross. I love that he just jumps in like, oh, there's fresh meat here. <laughs> and, you know, to the Pirates' credit, either they're being heroic or they're just trying to save their own skin. They open fire. Yeah. And, they're, you know, they're, the, the, the head pirate guy, the, the blonde dude with the long hair, he's telling the professor, stay down. Let's, you know, they're trying to take this Cyclops down and nothing is stopping him. I mean, he's just a giant. Yep. Bullets are just bouncing off like the Hulk's chest, just just yeah. nip, 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 just bouncing off. Yeah, and the one guy, let's <laughs> crack me up. The one guy on page thirty-one is like, shoot it in the eye. You really with right. a machine gun? You're gonna shoot it in the eye from you know twenty feet down? <laughs> <laughs> and the Cyclops just keeps moving in closer and just picks him up and squishes him. Yeah, that's so fantastic. Just into a ball of goo into his hands. It's great. Yeah. And it just starts start sitting there eating him while the rest of them are like, oh, what do we do? And just, they just run. It's right. like, what else are you going to do? Except for except for the idiot that right. didn't, you know, the, the, the one guy on the boat full of girls, he, he's got to play the hero. Yeah. You know, under the Cyclops. It's like, oh, give me a break. Yeah. Uh, dumb move. He wants to be, additionally, he wants to be Cyclops food. Like, what was he? He's really trying to impress the cheerleader guy on the squad is trying to, you know, impress right? these 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 women, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I do like that the it's kind of the second command pirate, the the big black guy. He's at first he was being very confrontational with this guy and now he's like, "Come on, let's move. Let's get out of the way." Even though he still calls him little man, he's still kind of protecting him and overseeing this this group that he doesn't need to, but all of a sudden a couple of the pirates feel responsible for these these people that or in this situation. Yeah, and they have the X Factor guy too, Deems or whatever, that is a, a new crew member that they don't trust. Yeah. And boy, that's like a definite, you know, they, they introduce him as just like, hey, he's the new guy. We're not sure about him. And boy, <laughs> complete foreshadowing, right? It just. Oh, yeah. And he keeps just running off. Every time there's danger, he just runs off. Yeah. He's got only himself in mind in almost every scene. And you're like, oh, yeah. come on, just to, you know, Shoot him already, <laughs> but no, well, you, you the pirates. Knew he was creepy because he was a dude that was wearing sunglasses at night. Yeah, you know, so you knew there was going to be something up with that. But yeah, and, you know, so you get a little sense of the infighting there. And again, just looking at these landscapes that he draws are yeah. just, you know, he changes the scale, he changes the landscape. I, I love how he breaks the panels up, even on page thirty-five, where it's like they're talking. He's got you know, got a big panel at the top. You got like the four. Midsection is the four little panels, but you, one of them is kind of breaking out the border with the, the shotgun that's just shooting up in the air, and then just kind of get that little tiny, you know, shitty grin from the sunglass dude before he gets <laughs> right. his clock cleaned by the other guy. It's it's great. Yeah, great panel placement here, and you're right about that. Like the zoom in on his face with the on on page thirty five was yeah, thing of beauty, and it yeah. just it just moved. There's like twelve words on this page, and it just moves. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. So now and, we're we're moving towards uh, there. It, night just quickly happens, which again yeah. we don't know if that's uh, again uh, p- the power of, of of Zeus Island, but uh, it goes dark. Lightning strikes, you know, and then they kind of figure out sort of maybe what they need to do involves this uh, pottery, which kind of tells the story of what they're doing on the pottery. Yeah, I mean it's 
<laughs> this was basically his outline for the plot. Okay. Yeah. You find the pot, run the pot up some stairs, set it on a pedestal. Done. Sounds That's good. That's what you gotta do. Sun comes back up. Okay. I was like, where's the moment where you go, throw me the idol? Right? You know, you throw, uh, throw me the rope. Th- so I can get across. Throw, throw me the idol. Throw me the whip. <laughs> throw me the whip. No, you throw me the idol. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it's it's pretty good. But you know, and a lot of a lot of that's a little bit of talker talking head, uh, just to kind of figure it out. But then they get right back to the action on page forty. Yeah, and you know, it just reminds me of, and I know this is a favorite movie of yours, but in the Phantom Menace. Yes. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> always. <you> know? <laughs> I know it's just like four times it happens, right? The small fish gets bigger, the bigger, and then there's the giant yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, so you, you got this beach scene with this cyclops that's munching on their, their ex-compatriot. Yeah. And then a giant sea serpent just comes out and swallows the cyclops whole. Yeah. It's like, so great. Cow. And they were just in that water. Yeah, Can you they imagine? Were just there. I, oh, yeah. And it very Clash of the Titans, right? And uh, not that new version that was that was not good, but the original. Oh, oh, oh. no blasphemy here! Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about the original Clash of the Titans. I'm talking about what is the name? Harryhausen, the stop action. Ray, Ray Harryhausen. Ray Absolutely. Harryhausen. Yes, I mean that's that's what I was feeling at this moment when this giant sea monster, you know, came out on page forty. Now the thing I think about with this is the, these people are running; they're trying to run up this hill to get away from this giant sea monster. That just swallowed a giant cyclops whole. It's not going to see them. They're ants to it, you know. <laughs> but yet they're still they're running. They're freaked out. They're running. And first thing they do is get to an edge that they gotta just jump into some water. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. worst way to get something away from something that lives in the water is you're gonna jump off a cliff into more water. Yeah, and hopes that that water is not connected to where the other water is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> we actually get to my favorite panel in this whole thing on page 43. You know, there's these gorgeous waterfalls. They're all kind of like, oh, that was crazy, right? And the one guy's like, hey, toss me a gun. That <laughs> yeah, is pretty funny. <laughs> tosses him, toss the, you know, the, the bad guy tosses him the gun and it shoots his head off, it looks like. <laughs> You're like, what is going on? Was Jeff Johns making a statement here, like, about guns and just how... At any moment, they can shoot your your total head right off. Like, cause you think, guns are bad. Because look at this. If you throw one to a buddy. Well, like... What's funny is it's, it looks like it's the gun that takes his head off, but it's not. Right. It's the harpies. Yeah. They, all of a sudden, these harpies, they're, they're in this water. Now they're down in this valley, and these these harpies are swooping down. And they literally took a man's head off with one quick swipe. But you don't see it. It's like a, when, no. they, when they take the guy's head off, I was in quite – because a nice – placement of it because it's at the end of the page of 43 uh, yeah. and then you and then 44 top of the panel you're still like what are they looking at because they're looking in the air and yeah. then it's the razor sharp harpies oh yeah and these things look terrifying but like the yeah the, it's like a zombie face on a like buzzard body oh, yeah yeah it's yeah. not that fun buzzard on the bugs bunny cartoon you know the no. mom and the and the buzzard nope. telling him to nope, nope, find nope, something nope, for nope, dinner nope 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 nope, nope. You need but to yeah. find us something for dinner. You know, the mom. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but no, they're, yeah, they're they're terrifying. But again, the the action moving through here and the art style, it's just it's great. They're just so they're dense and they're black, and they're chasing after me. And 
you get this sense of I, I can see this almost like a camera moving through the woods. Uh-huh. You know, this group of people are running through the woods, and it's it's just like the camera's right behind them. It's yeah. keeping up with them, and it's oh, it's great. Yeah, it's it's the pterodactyls in uh, Lost World, Jurassic Park, the book, not the movie. They didn't do that good a oh, job yeah. of it. But uh, yeah, they're just, I love how f- it, this, it created a soundtrack in my head. A lot of times I'll listen to movie soundtracks to pair with it. And yeah. I think for some reason I didn't put any music onto this, but the beats of this, right? It just, you can hear like this little soundtrack of just, that's just moving things. It's just like, da 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 you know, it's fast. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's what happened uh, in my brain. But yeah, then uh, the uh, sort of secondary captain guy that we like, uh, you know, big, uh, the large black guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, is that Deems? I Deems, believe? yeah. No, no, he's not Deems. Deems is the 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 new guy in the crew they don't like. Yeah. And he's fallen behind, so so you know, the second in command, he he being the hero turns around to go save him. Oh yeah. And what a dick move is he's uh-huh. going. Deems shoots him in the leg so the harpies go after yeah. after him and Deems can get away. What a and jerk. Just they oh. should have just thrown Deems off the side of the boat when they first, the new guy, they're like, you know, pirate rule, I, I thought, was a pirate rule. It was new pirate yeah. rules, especially. New guy, first to be thrown off the boat. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and they should have done it because, yeah, he just leaves him for bait. Yep, exactly. And, you know, what I do like is this, where this kind of evolves is he's just like, oh, yeah, he didn't make it. You know, not not that he shot him, not that he, you know, and everybody else is pissed because they know what happened. Right. Um, but then, yeah, here's here was a surprisingly growth moment where uh, the chick in the bikini, she just starts bandaging everybody up. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know, I know what I'm doing here on this. Yeah, she and, has uh, nursing skills and she, you know, she's smart about it. And, like, I like that the, the pirates are like, hey, what about me? And he's like, mm, you're good. Here's a Band-Aid. Well, <laughs> it was just, it was just Deems because she cozied up to a... Uh, um, the, the, the cheerleader, cheerleader squad. <laughs> yeah. She cozied up to him and, you know, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. And then Deems is like, what about me? And she's like, yeah, take your bandaid. You can go yeah. help yourself. I like that. Yeah. Go help so, yourself. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, and you can see the emotions on the faces. You can, you know, you can see, um, what I really got to learn, learn their names. I know. Um, but page 49 goes through a gambit of emotions, you know, cause you have the flirting in, in the very first oh, panel. Yeah. You've got the, the angry face of the pirate guy and the bandaid. And then you've got the, 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 the sort of a college professor. She's sort of hurt and, and has concern and a bit of anger in her face, like beautiful stuff by butch, butch juice here. Yeah. Oh, and you see the, the, the shift in the power dynamic too, because here the head pirate guy is like, what do we do? Do we keep going into the cave? And she's like, unless you want to go back out with the harpies. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and I'm just thinking, well, you know, what's out there. You don't know what's in that dark cave. And it's like, and then they start walking and there's torches already pre-lit. And it's like, this is, can't be a good thing. Yeah. Zeus, uh, magic Zeus, uh, Island is coming to life. Yeah. No, Since they and, have the pot of destiny. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I like how, how you know the, the professor and the head pirate are, are kind of it's becoming more of a buddy thing they're like okay let's 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 get these people out of here let's all make this out of here you know what can we do and he even gives her a gun you know like do you know how to use a gun and just you know they're they're building that trust to, to kind of get this kind of through because they like we have to depend on each other yeah we had a good feeling about the long-haired pirate guy that uh sort of looks like um yanni 
right? A little bit. <laughs> in the swashbuckler novels, right? The, the romantic swashbuckler. Is Yanni, is that his name? Am I getting it right? No, no. Yanni was the... Um... He was a clarinet player, right? Yeah, something like that. I what think, was the guy uh, that was Fabio. on all the covers? Fabio. What was his name? Fabio. Fabio. Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. of. Thank you. See, and I keep thinking about the the big, uh, I think it's German dude or whatever in Die Hard. The one oh. that, that really... He, Hans Gruber's he right-hand man? Yes, him. That's who he looks like to me. Mr. McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you get a lot of the, you know, the, the group's all kind of bonding, except for Deems. He put his sunglasses <laughs> back on. He's just kind of hiding around a corner, being all creepy-like. Mm-hmm. Dick Deems. I'm giving him yep. the first name. Dick Deems. But yeah, it's like the two leaders come together here, right? The professor and Marianne and the uh, yeah. and Gilligan. They all come together. But the two main, the pirate uh, Johnny Depp guy and uh, and our new Indiana Jonesette uh, come yeah. together <laughs> to be dual leaders in this. And again, reinforce their plan of Pot of Destiny. Yeah. And they, and, take, a, and... they take a snooze at the end of 53... We're, they're uh, they're gonna have a, a night of sleep. They actually get some rest. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, the uh, the big minotaur shadow with the axe would kind of keep me awake. But hey, that's just me. What? Because again, something lit the torches. Yeah, uh, you know, and what a fantastic ending to to book one. I was like, I panicked for a second because you and I have been reading sort of it, in comicsology. This reads as volume one, and on the yeah. book itself, it reads as book one. And yeah. I was like, oh, is this it? Um, no, they can't be. I've panicked for just a second. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, no, they're two fifty page uh, book one and book two. But man, what a great ending is the Minotaur. The silhouette of the Minotaur uh, yes. creeps up on uh, Bikini Girl. And then is that Deems that also notices, but it's kind of like, eh. Yeah, he's just going to kind of wait and see what happens. Yeah, that was Deems. What a oh. douche. Before we move on from this volume, we didn't talk about it. How great is the first cover that you see? Oh, with wonderful. The, the green Medusa and the Pegasus flying and just the Greek skull, uh, um, scroll work at yes. the top and the bottom. Oh. Which adds this framing to it and the symmetry yes. and the gold and the pottery look to it. It's, it yeah, it has that sort of, it has a it, the swashbucklery Indiana Jones tapestry feeling, right? Absolutely. And then, then you get the second one, which goes back to that Ray Harryhausen. You get the Cyclops that's looking over the people who are just kind of, they're you know, they, they got that whole look with their arm up in the air like, no, it's coming down on me. Oh, it's just, yeah, the, yeah this one package is fantastic. Yeah, it, it, it just, I, I love the second cover that in that green hue, right, where the uh, yes. Cyclops is, I mean, it's just, it, it changes up that sort of goldish brown hue to green. It's just wonderful. Just wonderful. Yeah, and the, it, whole, it, the whole thing's fantastic. And then Butch Butch Guist, like, turns it up a notch the first few pages, right? We see this minotaur uh, that attacks them as he slowly comes into the light, right? From silhouette to lit up character. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, just talk about just the, the use of shadow and everything just in there. He just transformed the characters so yeah. quickly. And they keep him in the shadow for a little while, and they're fighting him and shooting at him. And again, it's just... I mean, we're in book two now on, you know, on page five and man, it's just right from the get go. It's just like action, boom, shoot at the Minotaur. Like there he is. He's hiding. He's still in shadow. And, and, you know, it's just like so fast. It just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In fact, it's even nice that you see that they toss a, 
you know, Mr. Cheerleader dude, they toss him the uh, a, a gun, and he's got a gun and a shield, and he's trying to shoot a Minotaur, and that you know the pirates are trusting him now, and and um, yeah, he stepped it up a little bit. Yeah, he stepped it up, and I, you know, the Minotaur fight's going on, but you know, the professor and the and some of the girls start you know following uh following games, and uh, on page seven that maze. How long oh. did it take him to draw that freaking maze that's there? Yeah, that's like a lot of details, right? And the way that it's um, the opacity of it uh, in the distance to give it that 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 hazy effect of something being really far away. I love that. Yep. Not yep. easy to do. And did you did you think when he had the shield, when the cheer uh, leader guy had the shield that again I thought of Clash of the Titans when he Absolutely. uses his shield as a mirror to look at Medusa's face because that doesn't count or or did it count? Yep. I don't remember. No, it but, doesn't count. It doesn't count, right? It didn't kill him because it's the reflection. Yeah. Yep. I thought, man, is that going to happen here? I'm thinking, Clash of the Titans. Uh, that was in my brain. But yeah, man, the maze when he just comes around that corner, and it's like, oh crap, that's that's. Well, and, and it's kind of at first you don't realize what he's doing. He's picking up an arrow that has some string to it, but that's the string that leads you through the maze. Yep. You know, and I'm not up on my Greek mythology, so I can't tell you who that was. I know they <laughs> mention it in here, but. Didn't care long enough to go, okay, I just know what the purpose is. Yep. And he's like, you're blowing it. You need that string to get through the maze. And you're using it for a freaking arrow to to do what? Yeah, that's Deems again, right? He's just blowing yeah. it. And then, yeah. of course, and, then on page 9, uh, penitent men, the penitent, oh. the penitent men kneel. <laughs> penitent men kneel. The penitent men kneel before God. <laughs> This guy, he got his head chopped off by the mentor <laughs> at his eyeballs. Oh. It took the, it just took the whole top half off. It's great. It's so great. Yeah. Wasn't it Indiana yeah. Jones? Were you thinking Penitent Man? Neil, yep. <laughs> Sean Connery just, on the on the ground. Remember, Penitent Man. I, I, penitent Man. <laughs> I saw this and I just wanted the mentor to be witty and goes, "He's got a splitting headache." I just wanted, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's and, and that it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's wonderful, and he's there. They, thank goodness they do have all those guns and not cans of beans, so they're they're shooting uh, at the Minotaur, right? <laughs> and, and you know, you get over to page the the next page on page ten, and that one panel with the close up of the Minotaur with his his snout and the slobber coming out. So just, good, jeez, man, so he, good, such detail. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Absolutely. There's the saliva and snot flying. Yes, yeah, he's, and then he put he puts the barrel of the gun like right at the Minotaur's throat. Yeah, took him down. Took him so, down. You know, so now we got Dean's. He's got the three girls. He's holding them hostage, and now you got the the cheerleader dude and the Fabio pirate guy, just killing a minotaur, <laughs> and that's it. Fabio, right? And then he looks like I don't know if the if the cheerleaders' um, likeness sort of changed a smidge, but now I'm seeing like Bruce Willis Die Hard, like it, it right? <laughs> I no didn't shirt. put that together. So yeah, now now you got Bruce Willis with Hans Gruber's henchmen, <laughs> and they're 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 now going through this. You know, they're trying to catch up to the women, and uh, you know, I like that. Deems is not smart, but he's smart enough to understand that. You know, he needs his professor to tell him what to do. Yeah. And oh, it was Theseus. That's who it was. Who yes. used the string? Mm-hmm. So they tell him how to do it. Yep. You know, here you got to follow the string through, and. He's like, okay, that's what I'll do. But, you know, in typical fashion, and I don't blame these ladies, 
they stab him with the arrow. <laughs> right. Got they see as an opportunity. Too. They got to take it. They're like, we can take him out here. Let's do it. And stab yeah. him with the arrow. And he's like, screw you guys. I'm going home. And he takes a string and starts heading through the maze. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you need that. We need the string, dummy. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, gosh. Yeah. And the guys show up and they're like, uh, what do we do now? And, and I love that it's now, now the nerdy girl gets her uh, chance to kind of step up into the light. She's like, well, the string's gone, but he's dripping some blood. Right. So we can follow the blood through the maze. There's our thread. Yep. that we needed yeah I, I i love that they're again it's just so fast they're in dilly dally about it uh they just had to like oh well there's the drips of blood let's go and like they're yeah. just moving on to the sort of next part of the island where um uh die hard finds uh you know the the like the perfect helmet again clash of the titans i, I he puts the the sort of um you know yeah roman style helmet on yeah i kept waiting for it to be revealed like oh he's really a demigod or uh-huh. you know Something like that, because he just keeps finding the pieces he needs. Yep. And yeah, you know, it's a, um, it's again, it's just well drawn and just yeah, keeps so moving. Beautiful. And the page, uh, page uh, eighteen, uh, again, single splash page there, of uh, they they have weapons. Uh, even the the bikini girl gets a bow and an yep. arrow. And you're like, okay, let's see how she does. And uh, and the um, the sort of nerdy girl gets this crazy looking sword. They're all geared up. They're you know he's got the shield and the and the Roman helmet, and it's like okay, now it's a, like a whole new chapter starting on page eighteen. We're we're not we're we're pissed off. We're not taking it anymore. We're gonna figure things out. Yeah, they're not the victims anymore. They're mm-hmm. gonna and you know they're they're feeling pretty confident as they get up there, but uh, apparently Dean's a little bit more capable than everybody thought. <laughs> He just yeah. straight up shoots the pirate in the chest. Yeah, wow. Didn't see that coming. Nice surprise because you turned to page uh, 20 and it's just like top of the panel. Boom. Yeah. Just Deems shoots him right in the center of the chest. Right to the chest, grabs the professor, and he knows he needs to get out of here. And uh, I love that how this starts coming about is like uh, she realizes, wait a minute, there's a bunch of statues and they can hear like hissing and rattling. Uh-huh. And he- here's your Clash of the Titans moment. It's totally. like everybody just close your eyes. I love how they build with that, right? It's just this, the lettering with just the S's that are getting smaller to bigger. It's yeah. like it's coming and then the close-up of the eye on page uh, 21, right? And he's oh, like, yeah. ah! And as they look, yeah. and what do they see? But Medusa. Well, they, they don't see it because you can't look at it. Right. You know, and the the fact that he's stoned, you know, he's turned to stone and he's holding the professor and she can't move and she's got Medusa's hand rolling across her and, yeah. you know, it's just like, uh, okay, what what's going to happen here? And she's going to get pulled back into her lair. Oh. And also, too, like, she closed her eyes really quickly, kind of guessing that it's Medusa. Like, well, that was quick, know. quick instincts for her. She's like, well, we're yeah. on this, we're on Zeus Island. It's a snake. Good chances that it's Medusa that'll turn you to stone. So I'm just going to close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, you know, that that would be a safe bet. And when you get to, uh, um, I keep screwing up on the pages here. 22? 22 with the, 23 with the, yeah. when she's back in the snake layer. And, oh, just that top panel with this long, windy snake body. Yeah. And you get this splash of yellow, which is the clothes of the professor just, and it's just like she's and she's willing to sacrifice herself to save the kids because this looks like a snake den. There's uh-huh. multiple Medusas in there. 
Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And you know, they're not just formidable in the area of turning you to stone if they look at you like they're they've got these crazy fangs and their and their you know, their hands have, you know, these you know, the the like the talons. talons right. Yeah. Like it is just this is just they're in they're in, in a just precarious position. Like how are they gonna get out of this? <laughs> yeah. Well and, and I love that, you know, the the professor says, right, everybody go, go and, and here comes a Fabio pirate. He, apparently he was smarter than he looked and he had bulletproof vest or something on. And he just starts shooting them. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just blindly shooting at them and takes them out. Man, once again, thank goodness they had all the guns. <laughs> and I love it because he, he uses the shield just like you knew he would, just like they do in Clash of the Titans. <laughs> he just uses the shield and he's like, well, duh, I've seen Clash of the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> he said it right there. I was like, nice. Yeah, I love in the, yeah. those little moments, right? When comic books reference the movie, like they they admit it, you know, in the comic. Yeah. Why yeah, not? Might as well. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> and so then, uh, yeah, they they. I love the just the design drawn of that medallion, the gold medallion oh. on the ground with the red ruby eyes. If I, if this wasn't something else, I would know that's a Medusa medallion. Mm-hmm. Just the way it's drawn. Yep. Yeah. Just beautiful design there, Butch Guise Juice, whatever his name is. <laughs> we'll have to look that up at some point. Yeah. I think it's Guise, because I've heard it before, but I don't know. Who knows? Anyway. Hey, don't look at me for pronunciation. Right. I'm not good at that. Exactly. Well, they're moving along uh, up towards the mountain, page 28, the Sphinx. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and uh, it's a great design. I mean, it, it yeah. looks like what a Sphinx should look like. Right. You and know? You, yeah, I, I couldn't help but notice the whole back end of it, like the the Sphinxster, the Sphinxster area. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like a very much a bulldog, uh, very clearly like a like a bulldog or something. <laughs> yeah, and I believe it has a snake tail. Yes, that's right. It is. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but beautiful yeah. design and drawing and the scale of it, right? They were really like, whoa. Yeah. And I love, it's speaking Greek to them. And mm-hmm. they're like, ooh, I don't know that. Ooh, okay. <laughs> you know, and only one of them, only the nerdy girl knows, you know. Right. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's like, okay. And, and, ask, and it's even got like a little smirk on its face. Uh-huh. Just very subtle. Yeah, beautifully drawn there. But yeah, yeah. just a complete uh, puzzle. Just a mystery. Just a, a riddle. Yeah. That kind of makes no sense, and when she deciphers the Greek, and they well, have to keep on moving up the mountain. Yeah, they just keep, and that's what I like is it just keeps moving. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it's pretty awesome because, you know, as soon as the door opens, they're like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> now there's more cyclopses and a whole lot of them. A whole pack of cyclopses. Yeah. <laughs> and just, all of a sudden, they're like, "Oh crap! Now what do we do?" This seems and, to uh, kick it up a notch, right? And then, boy, page page, oh, the uh, the thirty two when the professor pulls the yes. cat out of the bag. Yep, raises that Medusa head and that close up of the head. Oh, it is oh, is horrible. And just to see these giant cyclopses just turn to stone and fall off a mountain. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Epic yeah. moment. Yeah. So wonderfully done. Even the little close-up uh, slit panel on page 32 showing the eye of yeah. uh, of the Cyclops. And then in the next panel, just like already partially stone, right? Yeah. 
because they know they know what's going to happen and yep. then, yeah it's uh and of course there's just dozens of them so they're just you know here these guys are just trying to fight for their lives and they're falling off the cliffs trying to get away from the remaining cyclopses who are reaching for them yeah it's like the mountains falling apart at this moment yeah and then this just this gorgeous view of these pegasus coming back through with the second in command yeah. and he's just got this big grin on his face and the whole time before that, he talked about how after this job, he just wanted to go retire on his horse farm. That's yeah. all he wanted to do. And now he's got a flying horse he's riding on. It was wonderful that like they that he the one thing like the one line he had really was that he wants to spend his life with horses. And boom, he comes around the corner with Pegasus's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he couldn't be happier. The grin on his face on the bottom of page uh, thirty-four. Beautiful. Yeah. And I just love it how he just explains it. Well, I got shot in the leg. I went underwater and the harpies couldn't follow me. And when it came out, that's where the horses were. So awesome. Yeah. No, and it's it, and then it, again, it just keeps moving up that mountain and they all get on the Pegasus. Yeah. And they start flying up. Oh, that, that shot, uh-huh. you know, right there on page 36 of them just coming around this giant mountain, all of them on a Pegasus. Yeah. Thing of beauty. Yeah. Again, such beautiful scale because it's just the, they're tiny and there's still a bunch of just tons of detail on page 36 to show them just gleefully riding these Pegasus. And they come yeah. around this corner to uh, this flying lion dragon snake head thing. <laughs> I wish I knew more about mythology. I <laughs> Me know too. I've seen this picture. <laughs> and it's just horrifying. It's a lion with bat wings. It's a liger. It's a liger. It yeah, that maybe I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I just look at this thing going, jeez. And it goes right for right for Pegasus. And so it's just like ugh. you know, and who does it take out? It takes out the uh the Oh, it takes out the cheerleader, but the yeah. uh, um Diehard. Yeah, takes out Mr. Diehard there, Mr. <laughs> Bruce Willis. But, you know, he, he ends up falling on the Pegasus of the of Fabio there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then they just he just rides it bareback all the way up to the, the top of Olympus here. Do you notice from page 38, the beautiful two-page splash, it just went from day to night as well? Yes. Like, it's just, it's it's so weird on this island, on Zeus Island, that it just goes night, day, storm, no storm, and it's just like this weird, like, dark, pale, cloudless night. Well, and did you notice a giant pile of bones onto the right-hand side of this? <laughs> it's like, yeah. what is up here? Holy crap, like things trying to make it to the top of the hill uh, didn't make it. Yeah. All that well. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty bananas. Yeah, and they're just, you could tell that everything, it's almost like the, everything's just attracted to that jar. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the next page on, you know, page 39, you just see these hordes coming up. Yeah. You see these harpies flying in, and it's just an all-out assault. Yep, everybody, they all talk to each other. They communicated, you know. They yeah. got they sent out the email to everybody, like, we are going to reach them at the top of the hill and attack them. And yeah. did you love at the bottom of page uh, 39 when she says, throw me the idol. <laughs> <laughs> throw me the whip. Throw me the idol. You throw me the idol, I'll throw you the whip. <laughs> But, you know, it almost feels like a turf war to me, too. Yeah. Because, like, you got, like, a minotaur fighting a harpy up here. You got the cyclopses coming in, you know. And I love this moment where she puts it up on the, the column. And just like, okay, nothing's happening. <laughs> Why isn't this working? What, what what did I do wrong? 
<gasps> yeah, it's like yeah. We, she made it to the top. She's in the. Is she in the right pedestal? There's a there's a bunch of them. Is that where it's supposed to go? Does it yeah. happen right away? Like you know, <laughs> did she think it would be like she'd wake up, uh, you know, in, in Kansas and everything would be fine? She clicked her heels together. Nothing happened. Yeah, <laughs> and then they they pull out some obscure myth or whatever, and it's like, quick, you got to put a dragon's tooth in the ground. Thank <laughs> goodness she ha- she knew that. Yeah, she, you know she, that's. Nobody will make fun of her when she plays Trivia Pursuit anymore. That's like, right. Okay, you're good to go. And it just raises a skeleton army. That's so crazy. And thank goodness, I mean, no more teasing her, right, about, like, she's the teacher's pet or doing all her homework yeah. or screwing up the grading curve because, yeah, zombie, you know, skull army. It's just, oh, yeah, so great. And, and again, they're drawn, like, Greeks. They got Greek shields. They got their spears, their helmets. And it's just, it reminded me that point in... Lord of the Rings Return of the King yeah. when Aragorn goes through and gets gets his ghost army. It, yeah. It's the same type of deal and You're it's right. just fantastic. They just sweep through and they like they did in Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. The hordes yeah. they it, it's so quickly do they do they sweep through and then and then finally the pot of destiny yeah. activates on page uh, on page 44 and yes, returning them to Kansas, click the the heel clicking worked. They're yeah. in a beaut- I just even love this change of complete change of palette. We went from that weird gray sky and the bones of the, and then boom, it's like instantly on the beach. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. It goes from like all white and then we're back to blue and it's a sandy beach and it's just beautiful. And they're all like, kind of like, did this happen? Like we're alive. Are we dead? Like, where are we? Like, yeah, it's, we're in Thessaly. It's the port that we left from. Well, in typical, I mean, call it Goonies fashion, even. He's like, is this real? He's like, well, I got my medallion, you yeah. know, and, and you know, Fabio Pirate pulls out his medallion. Mm-hmm. It's like, huh, okay, it did happen. Yeah, and, and I like that that the teams formed. There's even that bottom of page forty-seven. This is the the last page of yeah. a book of a book two of uh, Olympus. It's just a. Uh, I, I think it's. I think it's time to make our own history. It's like. You're right. the The adult Goonies bunch are, are just they're formed and it's ready to go. Tomb Raider and the Tomb Raiderettes. Yes. There's is is ready to go. Give us more. Yes. And we didn't get any more. Nope. This is where it ends. But you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, aren't, aren't you? There's so much content out there, isn't it? Some nice when sometimes just things end and don't go anywhere. I think that's where I'm at in life. I like <laughs> getting things that can be wrapped up and it never gets revisited, and I absolutely like that right now. Isn't that that's a sign we're completely um, two old men now that we're like when we were younger, <laughs> when you're younger, we wanted more. We're like, oh, please give us a hint that more is coming. And now as old men, we're all, yeah, it's over. That's it. Yeah. It's good. Oh, <laughs> we're done. I can complete. I can complete that thought and keep moving with my life. I don't yep. Move on it. to something else. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's no, what, we're wise now think, with man. our with our wisdom. We've reached that level. Right. Absolutely. I wouldn't go wise, but yes, we've reached that level. <laughs> Call it lazy. I don't want to think about it anymore. I'm tired. Well, man, what a fantastic pick, man. A plus, like great pick. I, oh. I seriously enjoyed this. I highly recommend it to everyone. Olympus book one and book two. I wish they did more. They didn't. It didn't go anywhere. Um, but what a great pick, man. Good job. Thank you, man. This was an absolute pleasure on this one. I've been wanting to read this one for years. I forgot about it. And then when I just kind of browsing through and see what, you know, tracks my attention, I didn't remember about this book until I started reading it. And it was like, holy cow. And yeah, it's great. So 
this Nothing didn't to even touch my radar at all. I completely missed this. I, 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 when you showed it to me, I was like, "What is this? Where is this? What's Humanoids uh, Publishing House? What the heck?" No, I, I completely, and I, I, I've read so much of Jeff John's stuff. Uh, this I didn't even make it on a blip on my radar for some reason. Yeah, this did because I remember looking into Humanoids at the time, um, and I can't remember what was going on with his career, but I just remember I was reading a bunch of his stuff too. I saw this, and it was just I just never got it at the time, probably because you couldn't get Humanoids. It was a little bit tougher to get. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad we read it. It was it was great great no bonus stuff this just ended there was no sketch gallery no uh you know script uh notes there was just nothing just end over and that is all we'll ever see of of olympus book one and two yeah. but what a journey it was what a fun quick easy action-packed read right from start oh, to finish absolutely i uh well honestly i'm a little worried we've been on a roll with these things and <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for i'm waiting for a stinker we're due and, for a uh, stinker you think Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Well, next, but, my yeah. pick was uh, my uh, my pick. Uh, maybe you never know. Firepower from Robert Kirkman, and you uh, despise Robert Kirkman with all of your every every ounce of, of passion you oh, have in your body. Absolutely, I keep a voodoo doll of him here. No, <laughs> I, I have. I just have a history of trying Kirkman stuff, and nothing's clicked with me yet. So, and, and what's cool is uh, I felt. Uh, so good about it that I um, we couldn't I, I couldn't get this any other way but buying it for you on Comixology, so I forced you to read it by me buying Firepower for you. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, it could be this it. could be the stinker. This could be you're, the one that 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 st- stops the bus. Yeah, we get it. You're a better person than I am. You bought me a book. <laughs> I I understand. <laughs> no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I hey, you know. Part of this whole thing has just been trying to read different things, read outside your comfort zone. And honestly, like I said, there hasn't been a stinker yet. And there's a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Well, I love it. And let's keep going. And uh, until next time, my friend, thanks. Great pick. Excellent pick. And yeah, we highly you, rec- we highly recommend Olympus, you guys, from Humanoids, uh, Jeff Johns, Butch Guise Juice. Um, definitely, definitely give it a read. And uh Highly recommend. So much fun. Action-packed. Zeus Island. Pot of Destiny. <laughs> Zeus Island. <laughs> literally called the name of the book. It's Olympus. <laughs> I, I like Zeus Island. Wouldn't that have been better? Oh, it would have sold better. I think people see Olympus, they're like, oh, another Olympus thing. Zeus <sighs> Island, though. Zeus Island. Well, I've never been there. Right. <laughs> Fabio <laughs> Diehard. Clash of the Titans. Zeus Ooh. Island. <laughs> I, 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 with firepower, I will really do my best to learn everybody's names before we roll into this. Yeah, it's funner if we don't know it. I think. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start putting name tags on everybody. Yeah, we'll just make up likenesses and who they, who we think they are, and we'll just, we'll, yeah, Fabio's diehards. We'll just go with our thing. It's fun. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, bud. Well, thanks. Till next time. All right, thanks, man. All right, Take see care. ya. Bye. Right, bye. Oh boy, oh boy, that was a ton of fun. I hope you enjoyed that. We had some good chuckles, some very memorable laughs in that one. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed that and definitely go read Olympus as soon as possible. It's so good. It was just so fast-paced. Uh, it was just, I hope they make a movie of it because I wanted more of that that archaeological, fun-finding, fact-finding team. 
but uh, we'll hold it fingers crossed. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let me know what you think. Hit me up on the social media at Sunspots Comics. Email me direct if you have some questions to Chris at sunspotscomics.com. Who's next? What's next? It's my turn to pick what will be our next comic book commentary. I think I'm leaning towards Rick and Morty or maybe New Frontier. So you got to tune in next week to find out what we discuss. But we pick the best stuff and try to give you some great recommendations and do some commentary and have some fun with it. So definitely tune in. Support us. Go to uh, iTunes. Give Sunspots Comics a five-star review. We'd seriously appreciate it. And uh, just put a little positive blurb there. Or if you want to take your support to the next level, go to sunspotscomics.com support. And if you give us a little donation, seriously, I'll reach out to you. It'll be really appreciated to help keep the lights on. And so please stay safe. Wear the mask, wash your hands, and read a big old pile of comics. It'll bring you joy, I promise you. And to be continued! If you're looking for a place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where love no for the friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow Sunspots Comics now